0: Well, 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 Zach, it is week one. It is here. There is no more no football till February.
1: Yeah, man, we're officially two days away from letting the Jets determine my mood until February. (laughs) Sounds about right. Welcome to another episode of Breaking Down the Tape Might look a little bit different in the back room I'm in my living room starring on American Idol We got Hector, we got Papa Smurf we're talking We
0: got King him. Henry
1: Yes, yeah, well be prepared for that There might be sounds of baby in the background It's why I'm in my living room He might even make an appearance Who knows if he's not, not <laughs> destroying the world over there He's so, over there
0: contemplating how his jet season's about to turn
1: out that's exactly what he's doing He's walking around the room with the cord to the charger that I tried to hook him up. with.
0: He's trying to figure out where's the best place to hang himself. When, when the jets probably this season for the first time in his life, he witnesses the losing atrocity. That is the jets.
1: Yeah. He's, he's one years old. He was, he was too young to remember the awfulness of last season. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, this week we'll be talking about week one. We'll be breaking down the matchups for you guys and giving you some predictions.
0: Exactly. Well, hell, yeah. I'm, I'm...
1: Week one's going to be interesting. i would say that. Week one's going to be very interesting. Yeah, man. I mean, like you said, we start off Thursday night, which, by the way, shout out to flash Cap. We'll be doing our giveaway Thursday night on our live, our first live of the season. Um, so we'll be giving that away and showing guys what uh, – what you can win. And uh, we're starting off with Rams-Bills for week one on Thursday night. How feel you feeling?
0: Rams, yeah. I think that's a great matchup. That To me, um, that was my Super Bowl pick for last year. What? I thought it was going to be a Rams-Bills Super Bowl. You know, I rode Josh Allen and Matt Stafford on both sides of football the entire
1: season, and I, I almost had that prediction right. You came one coin, well, one coin flip and one game away. Who knows if the Bills would have done it against the Bengals? I like to think they probably would have, but, uh, I mean, in the end, we all know what happened. So, Bills-Rams, uh, Buffalo's favored by um, two and a half. They're in L.A. Stafford comes into this with a little bit of arm soreness. They're talking potentially Tommy John for him. I think he's fine. I think he'll be fine. It wouldn't shock me if they rested him. I mean, losing week one to the Bills isn't going to kill you. Um, But I do. I take the Bills in this one. I think they're going to come out hot. I think they're on, like, a revenge tour kind of situation. So I've got the Bills by, like, seven. It's kind of tough because they're in L.A. Mm. Um, From what I
0: read with the Matt Stafford arm, he's okay. Like, there's nothing. They're not worried about it. He'll be good to go. I think it's going to, I give it to the Bills. I think it's going to be a sloppy week one game for both teams where it's just like, it's not what you, it's not going to be prime midseason form for these teams. It's, I think this is going to be a sloppy, weird kind of game, but the Bills pull it out.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, definitely re- week one is going to knock some rust off of things. You've got an East Coast team going to the West Coast. They never, you know what I mean? Like they never look perfect doing that kind of stuff. But yeah, I just think that, with a slow start for everybody, and the Bills, you know, wanting to make that we, you know, the the coin flip screwed us argument. They're going to start off hot. So, let's see here. One o'clock Sunday, we've got the South Sal- Fal- Fal- Falcons. Woof, I'm doing great today. The Falcons and the Saints. Saints are going to Atlanta to play this game. Who you got?
0: Atlanta going to Saints. Uh, Saints going to Atlanta. Oh, Saints. Saints going to Atlanta. Yes, sir. I'm gonna go with the Saints if Jameis Winston. I'm I'm pretty sure Jameis Winston's starting Week One. Yep, yep. I'm I'm going with the Saints. Uh, Atlanta is still rebuilding. Um, Mariota, I think this is his first season with Atlanta. Is it? Am I right? Yeah. As, yep. as a starting QB. Um, don't get me wrong. I think Kyle Pitts and and Drake London will play pretty great. Mm-hmm. But. Um, I was very, very happy in the way Jameis Winston was playing last year until his injury, and if he could come back to what he was doing last year, this team is even, I think, is even better than they were last year, especially adding Chris Alave.
1: Yeah, 100%. And I agree with you wholeheartedly, and here's my little plug. Um, I'm doing pre uh, week one uh, pregame articles on our Patreon, so go check that out. And this is you know, kind of a recap of what I said in there. It's exactly what you said the Falcons are on full rebuild sure Kyle Pitts is great sure Drake London can be great Tyler Tyler Algier might be great but Marcus Mariota hasn't proven much as of yet in the NFL Desmond Ritter might get to start halfway through the season and I know we're talking about week one but if we're talking about a quarterback getting benched halfway through the season we're not expecting him to play great you're 100% right. Jameis Winston was on a tear. Even if Michael Thomas doesn't come back healthy week one, Chris Olave is going to be fine. You still got the gadget quarterback, tight end, running back, receiver, return man, defensive coordinator, water boy, head coach, owner, yeah, concession stand operator, Taysom Hill, who can do whatever he wants, wherever he wants, whyver he wants. And then you still got the freak in the backfield, of Kamara hmm Yeah. So, I, I mean, I've got the Saints by nothing short of a million in this one. I mean, New Orleans is favored by five and a half, but I, I'm i taking the Saints probably by 14, to be honest. I,
0: I was about to say I'd give them two touchdowns. I'd give them two touchdowns. I do think, though, Desmond I, – I, I, I think Mariota finishes out the season as the starter. I think Desmond Ritter becomes the starter for the future of the franchise, though, probably most likely starting next year.
1: You know, I could I mean, I think at minimum that happens, but unless Mar- I, I think Mariota really needs to, to show something, you know, and, and maybe, Mariotta maybe been like horrible. This- I honestly, no, I would have I, I oh, oh, taken yeah. Mariota over Ryan Tannehill, honestly. He gives you more talent. I think Mariota gives you more talent for sure. I mean, if you're playing like the all right, I'm not going to lose these games. Like, I feel like Mariota can win you more games, but he can definitely lose you more games. Whereas okay, Tannehill is yeah. just going to kind of like ride that middle ground until somebody carries him. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, so let's see. Next we've got San Fran, Super Bowl favorite San Fran, going to Chicago to take on the Bears. The Bears. Yeah, I don't... I mean, San Fran's favored by seven, flat. I'm taking San Fran, but I'm still not calling them Super Bowl favorites. I mean, look at who they're playing. They're playing a very soft Bears team. Bears right.
0: all the way. Nah, I'm fucking with you. Honestly, I can't. I can't. I can't. Chads would have been hyped. Chaz would have been like, yeah! Yeah, let's go! Nah, the Bears are... They're not 85 Bears. Uh, I got the Niners. I... I... Again, like you said, like the Bears, they're on a complete other rebuild. Um, I think Justin Fields has all the talent in the world to become something good. Um, Mooney, I think his name is the receiver over there. He's a good, nice receiver. Um, They got a decent tight end, I believe. uh, Komet. but that team is just in shambles um i'm taking san fran probably by like i'm 16
1: see i'm a little bit different on this so i agree with you on all your points on the bears like they do have the pieces their offensive line needs some work their defense obviously needs a lot of work um but you know they've got david montgomery like you said they've got justin fields who's got all the talent in the world darnell mooney he's who's a good enough receiver um cole Komet. The problem is is the Niners defense is just too smothering and they're not gonna be able to get off the ground. But I don't have that much faith in the Niners offense right now.
0: See, uh, I'm not I'm not too worried about the Trey Lance situation at the QB because because of what's around him. Sure. And I all think all you have to do is be semi accurate. You know, don't be all you gotta do is be mediocre. Yeah. And give the ball to the guys who are supposed to get the ball, A.K.A. Brandon Ayuk, Elijah Mitchell, George Kittle, and you still got fucking Debo Samuel. Like, just make sure the ball gets to them and let them get the yak. That's all you gotta do. For sure. And then you know he's gonna do his scrambling shit. You know he can run. Like you can't knock a man's talent for being big, fast, and physical. Like he, that's that's the a given.
1: Oh, yeah, and I'm not taking – I'm not – I I, I still don't understand people with this MVP talk for Trey Lance. We've seen two starts out of him. Um, But I will say I do think that they're going to have a short leash on him. I wouldn't be surprised if the ball is on the ground more than not in this opener. So I do take the 49ers, but I'm only taking them by like four to six just based off the fact that I think they're going to ease into it. I don't think they're going to open up the playbook right away. I think they're going to take it nice and slow and kind of see where Trey is in his development I mean they're still coming off of this this whole shenanigans with Jimmy G you know is he or isn't he our backup is he or isn't he getting traded so I think with that and not wanting to throw Trey Lance completely to the wolves not like the Bears (laughs) are the wolves they'll take it nice and slow and we it's
0: kind of weird too I read an article where Trey Lance reacted to Jimmy G being re-signed and was hella pissed off
1: Yeah, apparently there's – and I don't blame him. It's a weird fucking situation. but it's a situation where
0: you can't – what, you're over here dictating that I should be the starter? Bitch, you just got here. Jimmy G has been the starter. Jimmy G has taken us to Super Bowls. Like, you sit back and let us decide if you're the future quarterback. You don't get to decide that.
1: For sure, but it does make you feel uncomfortable when they've been telling you this whole time – don't worry, you're the number one. We're trading him. You don't and have just to. Like, just like
0: they were treating Jimmy G, just like the same way they were treating Jimmy G, saying, oh, don't yeah. worry, don't worry. And then they flipped on
1: him. Yeah, the Niners are at fault here. I'm not saying Jimmy G is wrong, and I'm not saying Trey Lanson. I'm saying the Niners botched this situation completely. And I think we're going to see some issue later on down the year with it. But I think as far as week one goes, they keep the training wheels on. The Bears, we don't really need to open it up against. And I think they'll obviously take the win, but I don't think it's gonna be a huge win.
0: Like I said, I, I I said by like sixteen just because I don't see the Bears scoring much. Yeah,
1: that's fair. That's I I don't either. I could see like a twenty to three game. I that's not wrong either. Yeah, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh no, that's not possible. I I could very well see that. The the Niners scoring twenty points is not outside of the world of, of possibility here. And neither is Bear scoring only three. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, So now we've got divisional matchup. Steelers going to the Bengals. Mm. That's the Bengals. That's
0: the the Bengals all the way. And we've spoken of the Steelers. You know, they got a great defense. They got a type five back. They got good receivers. But they're still got to put the pieces together at the QB position. Like yeah, I mean, and then you got right. the Bengals who just went to the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Bengals are favored by six and a half here. I don't, I don't necessarily put faith in Mitch Trubisky right now. I know that yes, he's had a terrible start in the NFL, and it wasn't the greatest situation in the world. But right now, we don't know what the technically they still haven't named a starter. Mitch is a oh, captain, but they technically. I actually
0: just seen this morning Dan Graziano said that uh, said that the Steelers are going to decide in a couple hours today.
1: I mean, look, they named him a captain. He's definitely the starter. Like, you're not going to name your backup the captain. But the fact that they still haven't done it and we're six days away from the game just kind of shows me the kind of faith that they have going on right now in him. And you're right. The Bengals just went to the Super Bowl. They haven't, like, lost much in the offseason. They're going to come out here, and they're going to play a great Steelers defense, but I still think they're going to take this. Whether it's by 6.5 or not, I mean, it's one of those, like you said with the Bears, I can see the Steelers not scoring much, and therefore 20 points makes it a 16-point win. You know what I mean? I can kind of see that scenario here. But I'll take it 10. I'll take the Bengals by 10.
0: I'm taking the Bengals, but I'm going to say, like, the Bengals by, like, 7. Um. The Bengals talent-wise and, like, the team structurally is better. But who's running the Bengals team, I I have less faith in than who's running the Pittsburgh organization because Mike Tomlin doesn't know how to lose. I don't have as much faith in Zach Taylor, but his team has Joe Cool, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon. Like, he got a kind of good squad right now. And the team is helping him.
1: Yeah, no, th- definitely the Bengals. And I think we said it last year, the Bengals made the Super Bowl in spite of Zach Taylor. And and like you said, Mike Tomlin doesn't know how to lose. But week one, I mean, that's uh, – this is a big matchup too in week one. It's a divisional opponent. This could decide your playoffs yeah. right, here, right now.
0: Are they in Pittsburgh?
1: Uh, they'll be in Cincinnati.
0: Oh, yeah. So I'll give Cincy this one because Pittsburgh is still trying to figure out their shit. But we'll get there when they play Pittsburgh again in Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm waiting for that mm-hmm. matchup. I think that's going to be a far better one once they kind of have that QB position a little bit more solid.
0: And I'm sorry, I'm still calling it Hines Fields.
1: Yeah, the, what what? Uh, Aquisher, fuck Whatever. off. Whatever, fuck off. That's bullshit. And then we've got one of the more interesting games of, I think, the 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 week one matchups. We've got the Eagles traveling to Detroit. mm Hmm. I call this a boom or bust game because I think each of these teams can boom or bust. I think the Lions are going to win their division or they're going to win one game. The Eagles are Super Bowl contenders or they're going to win one game. You know what I mean? And this might be the one game that each of them win. This one's tough. I'm saying. I mean, you've got Aiden Hutchinson now on that Lions defense. Defense. You know, you've got Jared Goff still on the offense. Monroe St. Brown kind of broke off. I would off say the Eagles,
0: the Eagles 24-16. to 16.
1: They are favored by four in this one.
0: They are favored by four. I'm
1: saying Eagles 24-16. You know, ah, that is the smart pick. That is the smart pick. But I'm taking the Lions in like a – 14 to 10 kind of game. I don't know. It's just Dan Campbell, man. I'm not gonna lie. Dan Campbell. I know, but I
0: actually, I actually picked the Eagles this year to win their division. So like games like this, they need to win.
1: Yes. If they're gonna win the NFC East, they have to beat the Lions. Like that's like you said, it's games that you have to win that you should be winning. You have to win. But I don't know something about the Lions, man. Something about Dan Campbell. Maybe they don't get off to a hot start, and I'm wrong, but. Mm Being on hard knocks, it's it's got me going, man. It's got me going. I'm a, I'm a Lions truther this year. Uh,
0: me past, man.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the, the amount of coffee and ex- espresso that that man drinks puts me to shame. Um, we've got the Dolphins. or the yeah, the Dolphins hosting the Patriots. And what I learned this morning is that the Patriots are already in Miami. They yeah, traveled this morning. They're like, "Fuck this shit. We're going down there all week."
0: They're spending the whole week because apparently the Patriots can't beat the Dolphins. They're like two and seven in their last nine matchups going to Miami, but they're 15 and three against the rest of the fucking division.
1: Yeah. Wild
0: so they're wild. great up North, but they can't play for shit in the heat. So he said, everybody, we're taking the week down to Miami and we're going to bust your fucking ass and practice in the heat. And
1: shockingly, Miami is a three point favorite. I'm still taking the Patriots. <laughs> as much as I do not
0: giving like giving wins to either one of these teams, I am also giving this to the Patriots. But I still have no faith in Tua made out of thin paper, Tua Tong Tong trying to buy Loa.
1: You know, it's crazy to me. Every time somebody tries to tell me that two was good, they sh- they show me a throw that he severely under. They were doing it on Get Up this morning. They were talking about Miami and you know how Tyreek's talking about how good you know two. That Tua dive is. in, been like sliding, fucking catch. He had to come back yeah, for he had to reroute himself and then slide and come back for. Oh yeah, some of the best balls I've ever seen thrown, bro. You had to re, you had to end, round off your route. To go get it and still slide to come back for it, like what do you? What? I don't get it. I don't. I don't understand. Oh yeah, that's where he meant to place it. Fuck off. No, it's not. Tyreek beat him by a step. He could have just hauled it. He can't haul it. That's the issue. Um. Yeah. T- uh, there's Tua. There's the Tua issue. There's the unproven Dolphins backfield issue. There's the rookie head coach issue. There's the Bill Belichick issue.
0: I think Bill Belichick finds a way because defenses his forte to stop and or not even because you can never really stop the amount of speed that's on the Dolphins squad but to slow them down and bring them down to their level of play
1: i mean look what he did against the bills last year in that snow game three passing attempts if you just run the ball all game you have a 40 minute fucking time of possession i mean uh, you're gonna win the game, so I, yeah, I don't disagree with you. I think that's gonna be a boring game to watch for most people, but I do think the Patriots take this win. Yeah, and I think it. I think it is to four points by nothing crazy. I think it's. Gonna be
0: yeah, a- I think it's gonna be an extremely kind of like low-scoring, boring game, like some like like close twenty to like seventeen.
1: Yeah, for sure, and now we've got the Joe Flacco revenge game. The Ravens coming into New York to face the Jets. Ravens are favored by seven. And word on the street is and bomb and banging moms might make it back for Week One.
0: I've heard I, they 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 ran him through some drills um, and some workouts, and apparently he is looking great. Um, I still believe they hold him out. They should. Um, I still believe they hold him out. Joe Flacco goes out there because they've been preparing with Joe Flacco. It doesn't make sense. Four or five days before game time, you're going to flip back to Zach Wilson. Let Joe Flacco do do this. Give him that extra week. Mm -hmm. To me personally, I I wouldn't even bring him back week two. I'm not – If I'm not going to let him play against the Bengals, I'm not going to, I mean, uh, the Ravens, I'm not bringing him back for game, his first game back against the Bengals. I'm going to let him come back week three against Pittsburgh and go from there. Let Joe Flacco take those first two games.
1: So we've got, so we've got the Browns in week two and then we've got the Bengals in week three. And I don't, I mean, no, we don't. No, that's wrong. I'm looking at it at ESPN right now. They, they, they must have flipped that. It's supposed to be Ravens, Bengals, because Steelers, Browns. I've got week one. I'm, I'm on ESPN right now. Week one, we've got the Ravens. Week two, one o'clock against the Browns. We're going to two Cleveland. Week three, we're going. We're staying home against Cincy. and then week four, we are at the Steelers. Huh. Maybe I got that wrong. It's easy to mix up when you have four fucking AFC North games in a row like because Roger Goodell hates the Jets but uh um, maybe
0: against the Browns then I wouldn't feel too bad if it uh, if it was the Bengals and have him played before going to the Bengals.
1: I mean I would rather I'm, I'm okay with sitting him the first two weeks because the Browns don't have a shit defense let's I, I mean greedy Williams over there Denzel Ward. Uh, Miles Garrett. I don't. I wouldn't be okay. You know, I wouldn't be upset with Zach taking taking the seat there. But I agree with you. I don't think the Jets for a Week One matchup should bring him back. They've been practicing with Flacco. They've had everything ready to go. Make sure your franchise quarterback's knee is okay before bringing him back out on the field. Um, and there's more of a slim. Ch- I
0: I think there's a fifty fifty chance that that we can win this game. We don't even know if Lamar Jackson's going to show up in pads for the other side of the football team.
1: You know, I've got him in a couple of fantasy leagues, so that scares the shit out of me. I mean,
0: I do think he he pads up. I think the person that he is, he leads business to business and play to play. He's going to suit up. He's going to play. He's going to do all that shit. People are blowing it up like if he's going to fucking hold out on the season. I don't think he's going to do any of that. I agree. I want him to, though, at least for week one. Yeah, for sure. At least for week one, because I'm taking the Jets no matter fucking what. I think Joe Flacco goes out. Elijah Moore. Brees Hall is my sleeper. I think Brees Hall is going to be a game changer in this game. He's going to come out and probably break 100 rushing yards in the first game of his career
1: and just go off. I think this is the kind of game for the jets that sets so the ravens can lose this game and be completely fine on their season the ravens can lose this game and go 16 and one and it really not affects their season but this is the kind of game that if the jets come out and win and like in dominant in dominant fashion is something that would happen on madden not in real life but if the jets can actually come out here and win this thing i think that sets the tone for the rest of their season and i think that has people going "Mm, okay um, and with that being said, I don't hate a lot of the Jets matchups. Again, Lamar Jackson is the huge issue on the offense, right? Because he's going to scramble. He's got a big arm. He's a good quarterback. But the Jets don't have a shit secondary. The Jets and- have a good pass for us. I think they're going to get after him, get him uncomfortable, make him think about it. I sit- think the Jets
0: defense is the Jets defense. People see the green and white and the name Jets and assume, oh, they're trash. Think that all you want. The Jets' defense is going to be one of the top defenses in the league. If not this year, next year. Because I I get it. It's only preseason. But watching the starters and the reps, the small amounts of reps that they had during the preseason, they are
1: swarming. Mm -hmm. And they pop motherfuckers in the mouth. Mm -hmm. And no one has ever looked in the preseason at sauce gardener he hasn't even been targeted once now i think that's an overblown statistic because what he's faced or he's been out on the field for 50 combined snaps but i don't know man i think he's gonna i i, I agree with you i got the jets by three in this to be honest. i got i got it a 21 17 yeah i i don't i don't hate that I don't think the Jets are going to get into a shooting match. I think it'll be a low game, but yeah, no, I don't hate I don't hate a 3 or 4 point win for the Jets. 21-17
0: cuz I got Breeze Hall with a touchdown, Elijah Moore with a touchdown, and Braxton Barrios with a touchdown.
1: Okay, I see you. Braxton Barrios is a name that keeps getting forgotten with all the firepower that the Jets. I just brought it up on a uh, on a fantasy draft that I was on last night. I brought it up to people. I was like, "Hey man, not that anyone should draft Braxton Barrios cuz you can get him on the waiver wire for cheap." But I'm just saying that's i I wouldn't a couple of games exactly
0: like you said. I would not waste a spot drafting him, but he's on every waiver wire. Mm. He's on every waiver wire, and I get it. Usually, usually, what I do is I don't make any trades or or waiver pickups until after week one. This sure. year was an exception in one of the leagues. I know I made a few waiver pickups for some receivers and shit like that in one of the leagues, but I usually wait and 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 see week one and see how everybody plays in that first week. But I think Braxton Barrios is one of those guys within within week two it gets picked up and met in most leagues because he can score multiple ways, running the ball, catching the ball. And, you, and if he does break out on a punt or kickoff return for a touchdown, that is points right there.
1: And he's a PPR monster. He's a reception monster. I mean, even if it's for three, four yards, he's going to get you the reception. He's going to get you – Ten points on receptions alone. Like he's
0: four, he's number four on our depth chart of receivers, and you're putting him against a number four uh, uh, DB. I'm taking Braxton burials beating that number four.
1: Right, or he's in the slot against a against a linebacker. Yeah, please stop it. Unless you dedicate a specific nickel or dime corner to him, yeah, he's going to win that matchup every day of the week. And again, it might be only for four, ten yards. Like, well, want to know. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Next, we got probably the worst matchup that you can imagine. We've got the Jags going to Washington to play the Commanders. I'm giving
0: it to the Commanders and Carson Wentz. What, was it Carson Wentz, right? Yep. I'm giving it to them over over Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville only scores like 10 points. I'll give the
1: commanders I'll give it a 20 to 10. 20 to 10 match. It's funny you say that because I was thinking the same exact thing, but flipped. I think this is the one of the rare games in which Jacksonville actually looks good because Washington is such trash. Um, so I'm taking, I'm taking the Jags in the same score 20 to 10, but over Washington. I just, I don't, I don't know that the, the Washington's defense last year was sneaky
0: until Chase young got hurt, but that True. defense was sneaky and they were good. They got scary. Terry McLaurin, their rookie Jahan Dotson, yes. he's the number two receiver on that team already as a rookie. Like, yeah, watch out for that kid hammer. this season. I've drafted him in a few leagues. He's what gonna who break else out.
1: Do they have down there other than Scary <laughs> Terry? Huh? Who else do they have other than Scary Terry? Of course, he's gonna be the number two. The local Walmart bag boy is gonna be the number three because they ain't got nobody else. Who you got over there in Jacksonville? Gary Terry at least is like a top five to ten wide receiver in the league. What do you mean they've got? They've got. Look at this offensive firepower that Jacksonville has. This first part I'm not being facetious. We got James Robinson and Travis Etienne, right? So those are actually pretty good.
0: Robinson can't barely stay on the field,
1: and Etienne
0: just proven first year that
1: he's made a paper. (laughs) <laughs> and then we've got all of this money spent on, and hear me out, Christian Kirk and Zay Jones. Overrated, and
0: Zay Jones is is young and, and is up and coming. I give him, I give him, some, but over overpaid that Christian Kirk. He overpaid, and then what Marvin Jones, who's on the verge
1: of hitting almost forty five years old. I'm just saying, I agree with you that Scary Terry is the best receiver on the field for both teams. One hundred percent. I'm not going to deny that. Jahan Dotson might even be the second best receiver on the field. I'm not going to deny that. And I still hate Trevor Lawrence. I'm never going to backpedal. I'm not, he could win the next 40 Super Bowl straight. But you're not going to give it to Carson Wentz. I'm not going to give it to Carson Wentz. I might hate Trevor Lawrence, but I'm not giving it to Carson Wentz. That's what this shit comes down to. It is that fucking simple for me. I'm not going to give it to fucking Carson Wentz. you goddamn right I'm not. Oh, shit. Anyway... Um, This might be I'm watching my son roly poly on the ground. I apologize. He's just rolling around like a menace to society. Um, We've got a great drama story here as the Browns head to Carolina to face Baker fucking Mayfield. I yo, I might actually look.
0: uh, It might be a a little too late. Actually, they might be cheap tickets, and Charlotte's only an hour
1: away. I might look up tickets for Sunday and call out of work. I wouldn't blame you, man, because this uh, Panthers by ten million. They're favored by two and a half. Panthers by a million.
0: Oh yeah, there's no Deshaun Watson. You got Jacoby Brissett out there. You got Baker, who doesn't have to worry about Sam Darnold because he went out there and fucking tripped over. A ghost again and hurt his foot mm-hmm. So Baker got the So you got DJ Moore Robbie Anderson they just picked up uh, Laverna Chenault From mm-hmm. uh, Jacksonville Christian McCaffrey supposed to be Healthy and ready for week one It'll be great in week one
1: <laughs> Week four plus that's an issue but week
0: one yeah, it's literally right after the last whistle of game one is when you're going to be like, all right, is he going to break down?
1: Trade him. <laughs> He's off. Trade him.
0: <laughs> I give it to Baker and the Carolina Panthers, too. In Carolina, I think he goes out and fucking shits on the Browns, like takes a giant fucking noodle on him.
1: Yeah. No. But it's going to be
0: like one of his only like flashy games of the season.
1: So, yeah. And, you know, I agree wholeheartedly talent wise, like on paper, if we're not, if we're taking emotion and bullshit out of it on paper, it's not a bad matchup. They're pretty equally. I mean, Christian McCaffrey tips the balance pretty heavily, you know, as far as offenses go. But again, the Browns have Amari Cooper. That's probably the best receiver on the field, you know, completely. So there's quite a bit of like back and forth and coin flip that can happen here. But I think just emotions. Emotions play a lot into a football game, and I think Baker Mayfield's just gonna go out there and just mollywop the shit out of the Cleveland Browns. I think he's, he's gonna go out there and have like two hundred rushing yards, two rushing touchdowns, five passing touch. You know what I mean? Like some crazy out out of the box shit. And then I agree with you. And then he that might be like the only flashy game he has all yeah, year. Yeah, I
0: don't, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with Baker going out week one. And, and keeping the ball in his hands to beat the Browns. Yeah. So instead of you know relying on the Christian, I I don't see I can see him going out there and throwing four four TDs and 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 a pick for the win. Um, but Christian McCaffrey will probably get like one or two or dump offs that end up being a receiving touchdown or some shit like that.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, a negative one yard pass going for seventy yards and a tutty. Yeah, that that wouldn't shock me at all. That wouldn't shock me. Yeah, I got you. the Panthers. I, I don't think it's going to be like a crazy.
0: <sighs> yeah, it's, it's going to be a complete blowout, at least from, on the, on the sides for the Panthers. Like they're, I don't see the Browns scoring much unless the run game is just overpowering.
1: Yeah, and, and look, the Panthers have a sneaky good defense. I wouldn't call it like top 10 or anything, but I, I think they have a better defense than most people think that they do. Um. Yeah, but, yeah, I've got it by, like, 50, 16 points in favor of the Panthers in this one. Same. We move on. We're going down to Texas as Matt Ryan and the Colts go to take on Davis Mills and the Houston Texans. Ooh. And he's favored Christian. by eight. They're projected. Yeah, they're favored by eight in this game. Favored
0: by eight? I got Indy, I'm going to say Indy by like 12. I think they just shit on Houston. There's not much Houston got out there. Davis Mills, he's doing all he can being in a shitty organization like fucking Houston. They're just as bad as Cleveland Browns. Um, They do got Brandon Cooks and they got that rookie Pierce, but I think the Colts are going to win their division. Jonathan Taylor goes out and continues a uh, monster tear game one. Um, Pittman is going to have a fantastic second year. Uh, they do got another receiver with Matt Ryan. I think Matt Ryan's obviously a fucking step up from Car- Carson Wentz. And with that kind of defense, offensive line and run game,
1: he can he can take them further. They've got one of the better defenses in the league, the Colts, uh, built on turnovers. This game is exactly what you think it is. Anyone who knows anything about football, this game is exactly what you think it's going to be. The Colts are just – this isn't a game worth watching. The Colts are just going to walk all over the Texans in disrespectful fashion. So, I mean, this isn't – this is exactly what you expect.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a complete blowout.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a game that's not worth watching by any fan base ever at all. Moving on to the 425 games, you've got the Giants traveling to Tennessee to take on the Titans. The Titans are favored by five and a half in this one. I don't hate it. I'll take the Titans by 10.
0: Titans by 10? I think people, I think people are, are – are, some are sleeping on the Giants but are, are overhyped on the, on the Titans. The Titans are not what they were obviously you got Derrick Henry, but that's all you got. That's literally all you got. Now you lost AJ Brown. True. You don't really, the rest of your receivers are. Eh. And you still got Ronnie Tannehill throwing the ball. I think Malik Willis ends up winning the starting job. I got the giants in this. Really? I think, I think Barkley's going to have uh, a, a comeback player of the year type season. Um, Daniel Jones, I think, plays well enough this game. I, I, I'm, I'm taking Shepard should be back. Galladay is healthy. Kadarius Tony, which if he didn't go
1: out and wanted to throw fucking elbows and, and, and shit with people, he was due to have a breakout season. Yeah, he had a good couple of games after injury and then, like you said, just decided to, yeah, fuck this season. I'm just going to go punch people in the head. Yeah, he wanted to be an Antonio
0: Brown type motherfucker. <laughs> No, I'm taking the
1: Giants. I'm
0: taking the Giants by eight.
1: What? Taking the Giants by eight. That's, I I that's confidence. I don't know about all that. Good I don't enough, know, man. I, I, hear you. I hear you about, you know, the Titans being overrated and overvalued. I feel you. I feel you on the Ryan Tannehill aspect. But that Titans defense isn't anything to joke about. And, I mean – the Giants have Daniel Jones. Some said the Giants by eight. All right. Uh, we've got the Packers traveling to Minnesota. We've got the Green Bay Aaron Rodgers versus the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Green, Bay, Green Bay is only favored by one and a half here. I
0: see this as a shootout. I see this as a shootout. I think it's going to be something crazy like Fucking like thirty five twenty
1: eight. Interesting, you say that because the Packers don't have a lot of bullets in the chamber, bro. They've got fucking Aaron Rodgers. They've got the Lizard King. They've got who? Valdez Scantling. They've got Romeo Dubs. No, I think Scantling left. I think Scantling left. Oh yeah, actually, I think he's with the Chiefs now. My bad. My bad. So okay, so they've got they got Christian Chris. I think his name is Christian Watson. Yep, and Romeo Dubs and and the Lizard King, and you think and, he and like, Robert Tunya, yeah, Robert Tunyon. and you think that's enough for a shootout? I, as long as Aaron Rodgers and his fucking Kumbaya
0: Zimbabwe methods and shit is on the field, which can we talk about that real quick? Real that quick, that motherfucker went out and found <laughs> the loophole to take drugs that were that are illegal legally. Like, how do you do that?
1: <laughs> First of all, the balls on Aaron Rodgers—not just do that, but then come out and be like, "Oh yeah, totally." Oh, but so he knew he—that's why he did it because he knew that there's nothing they could, they could do about it. He, like I'm, I said, he found the loophole. I'm just saying, if it was a quarterback of a different skin persuasion, the NFL would have had he a different took
0: a drug. conversation. He took a drug. From in a country that they use the psychedelic drugs as a part of a religion uh ceremony cleansing thing. N- Nick, they're a bunch of fucking hippies, and, and, and they just fucking doing drugs. And you just found your loophole to go do some fucking drugs and, oh, and, and, and trip and trip balls and shit, and then come back and be like, "Yeah, I had a great experience tripping balls."
1: If Aaron Rodgers had a little bit more melanin to his skin, the NFL would have launched a full-blown fucking investigation into that shit. That's all I'm saying. You know what it is? Is that Rodgers is just so
0: fucking smart. That man—well, and he also walks around like, I'm smarter than everybody. Like, I know shit before you even
1: know shit. Mm Mm-hmm. But, I mean, look, uh, back to the game— maybe he is going to be tripping on psychedelics and maybe that's what helps him play better. It's still fucking Kirk Cousins. And I know they've got Dalvin Cook. I know they've got uh, Justin Jefferson, but their defense is meh. They don't really have many other weapons. I'm taking the Packers, but I'll take the Packers by like three. I think it's going to that's be what I'm That's what I'm saying. Kirk Cousins
0: is going to blow the game. And then it's going to be the last like two and a half minutes of Rodgers just piecing up the defense.
1: Sounds about right sounds about right. Do you think – oh, no, we already talked about this. Listen to the last episode if you want to see if Hector thinks he's going to win triple back-to-back-to-back MVPs. I'm not going to ask him again. You just have to listen to the last episode because I forgot we did that. (laughs) All right, so now we've got the Chiefs going down to Arizona to play the Cardinals. They are favored by four and a half. The Chiefs are favored by four and a half.
0: I'm taking the Chiefs by – i give him seven. Let's say like cheese by seven.
1: Uh, no, the new call of duty isn't out yet. Kyler Murray's got a new understanding for play calling after this preseason. It's because I'll, he's studying. He's, he's studying, I guess. For now. Um, it's in his homework. yeah i've got i've got the chiefs in a in a close one in this one um i mean the cardinals aren't a bad team obviously d hop is suspended for what nine games or something like that six six games six games um you know so uh, i just think i I, i'm sorry to all the the chiefs haters oh tyreek hill is gone they're gonna be bad (laughs) tyreek hill made patrick mahomes you're on drugs okay and they're bad no. no um yeah, D Hop is missing for care for the Cardinals,
0: but they did go out. They got Hollywood Brown. Um, they still got A J Green, even though he's aging. Zach Ertz is still a top ten tight end in the league. Um, they still kept Connors, mm-hmm. who who last year was a touchdown machine. Um, so I think I think will be both sides will be able to score. And just like you said, like Tyreek Hill missing for the Chiefs doesn't make them miss a beat. I mean, they went out and got Juju Smith Junior. Yeah. Which just as fast as Tyreek Hill. Like yeah. not faster than him, but like if you look at the mouse for hours on their top speeds, not very off.
1: Yeah, it's not going to make a huge difference. I think the Chiefs are going to be just fine. It's not going to change much. Um and I think they're just going to outgun the Cardinals to be honest with you. Yeah.
0: I'm I, I'm taking the
1: Chiefs. And now we've got an AFC West showdown, a gunslinging matchup between the Raiders as they head to LA to face the Chargers. The Chargers Mm. are favored only by three in this. Mm. This one's a tough
0: one because I have both these teams making it to the playoffs. But I will not, I will refuse, I will not go against my MVP of the season. Justin Herbert, the Chargers are taking this in a gun slinging. Fu- like I would be, sh- I wouldn't be shocked if Justin Herbert and Derek Carr both go out and throw well over 400 yards
1: apiece. I was echoing that statement, but I've got Devontae Adams scoring a toe tap in the final seconds to win it. Derek Carr, <laughs> the Raiders, win it by like one. I'm telling you, like last second, last bomb. Here we go, Fert Boys. Win it on the last catch. I've got the Raiders oh. one.
0: That's that's that. that I'm, I'm, I'm I'm I can't I can't wait to see that game.
1: Yeah, that's a 4:25 game on Sunday. I'll be home all day for that one. That's gonna be a fucking arms race. That's going. That's gonna be like the perfect like appetizer for what the AFC West matchups are going to be. Cause if that's going to be a fucking gun race, imagine the chargers and chiefs imagine. Uh, I still think the Broncos are outside looking in, but still imagine the Broncos versus insert AFC West team here. I think that's going to be the perfect appetizer for everything that we want the AFC West showdowns to be.
0: Dustin Herbert is going to show you week one, why he's winning MVP. <laughs>
1: I mean, he's going to make a case for it. I, I definitely think so. I think you might as well just not walk your defenses out on that field and just have a seven-on-seven seven Pascal because that's this—that's that's all this game is going to wind up being. Oh yeah. And then for the second year in a row, the Buccaneers open against the Cowboys. The Buccaneers travel to Dallas to play the Cowboys, and they're only favored by two. I, it's a, another one of those games. I don't want to root
0: for Brady because, like, you ruined my life for 20 years. Yeah. Sure. And, I, and I don't, I would, like, never root for the fucking Cowboys, like. Because you're the it's Cowboys. The, it's the fucking Cowboys.
1: Yeah, you can't do that.
0: It's illegal. But I'm giving it to the Cowboys in this match. The Tampa Bay Bucks are decimated in injury. Their offensive, they're missing one guard that went to the Bengals, another guard towards ACL, centers out for the season. Godwin does don't know if Godwin's going to play week one or they're going to hold him out for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. That team is not, I get it. Brady's playing, but you're. I think this might be one of those seasons for Brady where it's like I should have hung it up while I was still winning because he might have a losing season this year.
1: Yeah, I don't think this is going to be the ride-off into the sunset that he wanted to. I think if he just left after his first Super Bowl with Tampa, he would have proven everything he needed to and more and been able to walk away just fine. But I agree with you. I think this is one of those, hey, bud, you shouldn't have unretired kind of situations. Um, it's a shitty situation. He's – he's, uh, and, I, and I called it. He's fighting with his
0: wife they're on the verge of fucking most likely a divorce or some shit, because apparently from an article I read during that 11 day absence or whatever, they were seen like getting into an argument and she left the compound that they live in.
1: Yeah. Apparently it was bad. It's been bad over there in the Brady household. You know, um, she's been wanting him to retire since his last year in the Patriots.
0: You know, they, she wants, she wants to, you know, him to finally retire and be with the family, and she can like pick up her career again because she dropped everything to be a home stay at home mom. Mm-hmm. You know, so that that's a shithole. Then your team's not fucking healthy. And yeah. I get it. Adam sheffner ruined your fucking ride off into the sunset because he's a piece of fucking shit. If I was Brady and I saw Adam Scheffner
1: on site every single time, I'm whooping that ass. Notice how Schefter, after all of this, has kind of disappeared into the ether. We haven't really seen him. We haven't really heard him. He's just kind of disappeared after crossing Brady. Wonder if wonder if Brady called the Illuminati and shit on him. I was going to say, I think maybe we should all check it out Adam Schefter. Oh, my God. As my son tries to knock down this whole thing, because now we're 20 minutes from the end, and he wants to start being a jerk. Anywho... Um, I've got, I've got the Cowboys in this one. I, for all the reasons that you've said, I mean, all the stuff that we've talked about is kind of your long-term issues. Uh, but in week one, I definitely think that the Buccaneers have some problems and they're going to continue to against the Cowboys defense. I think that, um,
0: uh,
1: what's his name? Diggs. What's his first name? Um, Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs. Thank you. I think he's going to have one or two picks in this game. Uh, I think Dak Prescott's going to come out just fine. Tony Pollard's going to steal the show because Zeke is a bum. Uh, yeah, I've got the I've got the Cowboys by, like, four. I don't think it's going to be crazy big because the Buccaneers defense is still pretty good.
0: Yeah, I want to pump the brakes on the Cowboy fans and shit because we're giving them the win. Because yeah. I'm telling you right now, they're also trash. They lost players that they haven't replaced yet. Their offensive line not what it used to be. They don't have Amari Cooper, so now you're only relying on C.D. Lamb. Michael Gallup is always fucking hurt yeah like you said Zeke has not been Zeke after his first two or three years in the league you yeah. got Tony Pollard who's probably gonna win the starting job after this year and like, you got
1: you just signed Jason Peters who's like 92 years old great former great offensive lineman but he's like fucking ancient you know what I mean so really how many? He's good as old as my grandmother's fridge right so I mean yeah I'll give it to the Cowboys in this one but let's like Pump the NFC East title breaks for Cowboys fans.
0: Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Stephen A. is holding off for Week One, but Week Two he'll be back on
1: with his cowboy hat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And finally, we've got another revenge game. We've got the Broncos traveling to Seattle. Russell Wilson, the new head, uh, the new man at the helm for the Broncos, going back to face his old team in Seattle. I got the Broncos in this. They're favored by six and a half, and I got them, too. I got Seattle. You're just trolling.
0: I'm going Seattle with the 12th man giving Russ all that shit, not positively. Mind you, look at that Broncos team. Like, yeah, Russ makes a difference, but that team is not all that. No, defense I agree. Is okay. Uh, are you going to tell me Jer- uh, uh, Jerry, Judy, or C- Cortland Sutton is better than
1: DK? No. No, but the two no. of them are better than DK and Tyler Lockett. Hey, don't you – yo, put some spec on 50-bomb Lockett. And I'll take Melvin Gordon over Rashad Penny. No, I'm, not- calling, I'm calling I'm Marshall Lynch back. And I'll take Russell Wilson's left nut over Geno Smith and Drew Locke combined. Geno Smith's gonna go out and fucking break jaws. You're tro- you're trolling. You cannot be serious with this. You are not really taking the Seahawks in this. You are I don't know. At to- home, at home and a
0: freak win. I, I I wouldn't doubt that they play well enough to just because it's Russell Wilson coming
1: back. <laughs> Look, any what well, we talked about emotions before, right? Anything can happen. I don't think see C- I don't think Seahawks fans are going to be against Wilson actually. I think they're going to be with Wilson. I think they're going to be pro Wilson in this and I think they're going to have his back. <laughs> and I have uh, I have a feeling that Henry over there agrees with me. But the Broncos
0: with me. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, I don't think so. And the Broncos have a better defense. The Seahawks couldn't stop a, a little girl peeing right now. Uh, yeah, I just, I'm just fucking yeah, nah, I, I, got the Bron- I got the Broncos. Russell, like I said, I I, I
0: don't I, I stay true to my word. I don't think the Broncos is as nice as everybody thinks they are. I agree. But obviously it's the Seahawks. They're rebuilding and all that jazz. I thought DK would have left too. I thought he would I thought he was gonna be on the move. I'm I'm shocked he actually re-signed. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows what their QB room is gonna look like next year. I, I'll take the Broncos by probably 10.
1: Yeah, I was putting the Broncos around there. I mean, like I said, their favorite six and a half, I'll put them at 10 to 14 and be okay with that. And I agree with you. You know, just to, I said it before and you said it now, the Broncos, as far as the AFC West goes, they're on the outside looking in, but it the bar is set low to beat the Seahawks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, like you, when the face of the Seahawks leaves, it's like. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not too worried about it from there. But sir, that is all we have for week one, as that was Monday night's matchup. How are you feeling so far? I wish there was a better Monday night matchup. I agree.
0: Like, like, like you hype it up good with the Rams and the Bills. Mm-hmm. You got you know killer matchups on Sunday, and then you end with a fucking shit show.
1: Yeah, like you couldn't end with the the Buccaneers and the Cowboys. Like that had that, to be that, that, that one actually would have been respectable. Or the Raiders and Chargers. Like, you had to put the Raiders and Chargers at 425 on Sunday with 60 other games as opposed to ending them on Monday night. Fuck you. Uh,
0: AFC West showdown, but you want to go fucking
1: give Russell Wilson a fucking hand job? Yeah, that because that's all it is. That was them like, oh, hey. Well, I think actually the schedule came out, obviously, before that trade happened, but still.
0: still. I get it. You're trying to hype up the Russell Wilson going back home to Seattle thing, but it's like... It's not that interesting when it's a lock sided game,
1: right. yeah. like if, if Cleveland and and Carolina, like that's that's a good game. You know, that's a great revenge game. that's a great story on paper. the teams are are closer, but Broncos Seahawks, like yeah, I get the 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 mentality, but the rosters just aren't there. This isn't uh, that's this, something this- you say for like, you know week two or three, week four. Right, right. Or like a you know, a Thursday night game. I know no one likes Thursday night games, but at least put that kind of matchup on Thursday night. Get more people to watch it and your your Amazon prime fucking bullshit on Thursday nights. But hey, touch me. What do I know? Yes. Anyway, man, okay. you got anything for the fans before we head out of here? Hey,
0: like, follow, share, Twitch, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, uh, Flaskat. Thank you one more time. Guys, you gotta go get yourself. One of these, um, Matic six and Matic nine, these shits are
1: awesome. Um, be prepared for that, uh, giveaway on Thursday live. Yep, yep. We had a couple of more entries just the other day. Uh, like Hector was saying, we'll be giving away, we'll be announcing the winner on Thursday on the live. It'll be the first thing that we do. We've got uh, all you have to do is go like the Instagram post, tag one friend, make sure you're following us, make sure you're following Flask Cap, and then winner, winner, chicken dinner. You're entered to win. It's that easy. No purchase necessary. We send you the stuff, and uh, and yeah. So that's all I got, man. You already said it. Follow us everywhere you can. There's the Patreon as well, and most of our bios. There's the link tree where you can find all of our stuff. That's all I've got for you. Have a fun.